And welcome to another show. Don't get this twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host, as always, Tina. How you doing, Tina? Hanging in there, Rob. How you doing? Oh, absolutely pleasant today. Can't, <laughs> can't complain too much. I get and, ya. And not not like it really matters, even if we do complain. No one, no one cares. At least right? not on my side. <laughs> I, I complain all the time, and my kid just kind of walks past me. I'm like, okay. At least I can vent to him. Yeah, I quit complaining. Nobody wants to hear it. I don't yeah. even want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> even in your own head, right? You don't even want to hear it in your own head. <laughs> Can we talk about something fun, please? Because I yeah. don't want to hear it. And it's exactly. my shit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's your own head going, stop talking to me about this stuff. <laughs> yes. Nah, I to- totally agree with that. Mm. Um, as always, hit the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, that kind of stuff. And make sure to go everywhere you can hear our podcasts, Apple, Google, Amazon, all that fun stuff. Oh, Spotify. And uh, make sure that you hit the little subscribe button or follow or whatever it is. So we pop up every Wednesday. And thank you for doing so. Yes. Thank you for doing so. It's been it's been a pleasure these past couple of months. People have definitely been listening all over the world again. We had some someone from Canada yesterday. Nice. Canada, I think, yeah. I think we have like almost every province in Canada now, like all the way across the, the province. It's pretty, it's pretty wild when you start thinking of it that way. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty, it is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So how you been doing these, uh, these past couple weeks? Everything doing good? Doing a lot of traveling. I know you're lucky. Yeah. This is, this is the month where I make up for lost time and I I'm keeping a suitcase half packed and all my toiletries packed up. So it's, um, it's it's like that right now and i'm i'm really enjoying it that is kind of cool though that you that you have been traveling more than you had over the last year yeah oh by far yeah like it's getting back to normal to where i feel like i can go somewhere or my friends want to go somewhere yeah you know that's a big that's a big deal that that's changed it's awesome actually i was trying to get people to to travel when you know covid had had us semi locked down and mm-hmm. nobody would go. So this is much better. It, it's funny how quickly that changed though. Like once I think people got the, uh, the bug or the like, okay, I'm over this people like <laughs> stop that shit. They were like, let's do whatever we can as much as we can. So I think some people did, but my friends were pretty cautious. They waited like we go to Big Bear. We haven't done that in three years. So we're going to we're going at the end of the month. But this is the first time in this will be the fourth year mm-hmm. since we you know that we haven't done it or that it's starting up again. It's kind of nice. I'm, I'm glad things are are definitely uh, moving along. Because we need that. And speaking of moving along, we we came up with with an idea for today because it's actually someone was actually talking to me about this at work the other day and about like how back in the day it was like, look ahead five years. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? And I think that, you know, young people or younger people probably should have some kind of vision for five years ahead. But do you think modern people are doing that? I don't even think young people do that anymore. Um, and obviously, when you get to our age, 
I, I mean, five years, it's like, mm, I don't think I think ahead that far. Not five anymore. years, really, if if you look at it lately, it's gone by in a blip. It's gone yeah. by so quickly that uh, that I don't I don't. And where I was five years ago, I couldn't have thought I'd be here at, you know, five years later. Oh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. My headspace five years ago was totally different. Oh, yeah. And yeah. and part of it, again, I hate saying the word, but part of it was COVID that changed our opinions on mm-hmm. a lot of things from politics to the world we live in to mm-hmm. how we're going to, you know, stay alive at times because of the way that they made everything out. So the things that I think about are way different than they were five years ago. You know, five years ago, it was kind of a fun time doing a lot of traveling, hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um you know, there were some issues with my marriage for sure, you know, but um, that's not even happening now. So everything that that I ever had going on in my life is now different. So planning right now would be a little difficult, but I am planning. Yeah, yeah I, I think that there's things to look forward to, but I, but I don't think that I should be like, I need to be here five years from now. Yeah, it's no. like, hmm. I don't think so. Um, I, I can't live like that anymore. I, I don't think that it's healthy. As a younger person, you should have a vision, maybe. Like, it would be cool to be here five years from now. Like, let's say you're 20, you know, like my kid is 20 years old. Five years from now, he'll be, you know, he's almost 21. So he'll be 25. Let's say he's 25 years old. He should have a vision of where he wants to be. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I want to be on my own or I want to be here. I want to be doing this and there should be a goal, but I don't think that there should be like this uh, anchor attached to that five-year mark. And in five years, if you don't make it, you've lost all hope. It's like, okay, no, you can't do that. And I think in our case, five years from now could be totally different because we're at a different time in our life where, yeah, you want to travel all over the place or, you want to move. You decide, I want to live in Northern California just for shits and giggles. Um, and in your case, even more, because you have a, um, a job that you can uproot. You can mm-hmm. go do your, you can go you do your shit literally anywhere in this country. And because of COVID, I'm not making the money I used to. So it's not about job security. It mm-hmm. really isn't. Not these days. Right. And, and, and I think that, oh, I'm sorry, go. I'm sorry. Not that not that I'm even complaining, because I think that with everything that had to change, I like my job better because mm-hmm. I got rid of a lot of things that were kind of pissing me off about it. A lot of things. I mean, I got rid of a lot of people is what I did. Right. Or a lot of people left. I didn't even have to get rid of them. Right. Because I think the the way people thought, you know, yeah. of, of being locked in a room with somebody for a long period of time changed things. Mm hmm. But I also think, you know, in your case, it, you know, Southern California is a whole nother <laughs> issue with what you do. Um, there's a lot of of places to go. Mm-hmm. So if you find someone good, you keep going back. I mean, the, uh, and I think that that's men and women. Uh, if a guy finds a good barber down the street, he'll go there till the guy dies. No, I think that's everywhere, though. Yeah. 
but I think there's there's a lot here. So let, let's say you moved um, to a small town, like let's say Texas, just for shits. And I mean a small town, like outside of a town. So like outside of a bigger town like San Antonio. But you moved to a, a smaller town outside of there. Mm-hmm. You know, there there's probably not a lot of hair shops there. So your your clientele might be more, but you'll be charging less, right? Because supply and demand. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, no, but you know what you know what I mean though. Like you, see what it, I would do is go in there, charge what I charge, not have all the people rushing in and work smarter, not harder. That's true, but I mean that you might not be able to do the 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 same type of business because people in that town are used to paying a certain amount. It, I, what I'm trying to say is though is that you you might find great clientele there and be able to live where you're they're paying a good amount of money. Mm-hmm. What, what I'm saying is that it's a livable wage, it's a better place to live, whatever you, you're looking for, probably doing less work than here or mm-hmm. the same. But living a different life where yes. where you're, you know, you can go out with your friends on a on the little boat on the river or on the lake and do things where here it's it's super stressful with making that same amount of money. Plus, there's a million shops here. Mm-hmm. I just think that you could travel anywhere and do this. So your five year plan might be something way different than mine. Yeah, my five-year plan is live in Greece and and cut some hairy, greasy, yeah, yeah, greasy. <laughs> men's shave, shave men's chests in their backs. <laughs> yeah, in their backs or wax. I mean, I can yeah. do that too. That's that's good. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I, when somebody yeah. asks me what my plan is, I say something stupid like that because I really don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, and again, what I do as well, I'm in sales, so I mean. Like I, I tell people all the time, they're like, what do you sell? And I go, it doesn't matter. It's a widget. Like mm-hmm. it's all it is to me. Like I know what I'm doing and I, and I've been in, like I could go do alarms or do alarm sales pretty much anywhere in the country. So, I mean, I'm really kind of in the kind of in the same place as you, like I could really go anywhere yeah. because I know I've been doing alarms for way too long. So I could probably do the same thing. And, and again, my livable wage in in another state will be close to what I'm doing because the cost of living there is different. Mm-hmm. So my five year plan is a little less. I mean, do I have a, some kind of plan? I think we all have some kind of plan. Like, you know, I would like to be here in five years, but I don't have something that's so locked down that it's going to kill me. Yeah. Like. I'd love to leave the state, um, but I want to make sure that it, everything else is in check before I do said things. I love this place. I love California. I mean, for as much as people, you know, as for as much as I hate it, I love it because there's great things here with lots of good people. But there's other things that just make me want to strangle people, like getting on the freeway to go to L.A. at any time, <laughs> any time. I get that. So like, those are the things that just stress me out. It's like, uh, and thankfully I don't, you know, I don't do that much anymore. I don't travel that way unless I really, really have to, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I lived in Ventura County before and as much as it's mellow there, you know, in the summertime, try taking the one Oh one towards Santa Barbara on a Saturday morning. 
Yeah, forget it's insa- it. It's insane because yeah. everyone's going to the beach. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to Santa Barbara. Everyone's going this direction. So it's just like, for goodness sake. So the traffic part, you know, when I when I went and visited my friend in North Carolina, or like probably when you go to Texas and see your friends, you realize that like traffic to them is humorous. Yeah. Like, it's we talk so about that a busy. lot. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, look, everyone's moving. This isn't traffic. <laughs> it's just you know, I I guess because we've been doing it for so many years, my friends mm-hmm. know the traffic situation here and they know what I go through just to mm-hmm. pick them up at the airport. And so they always say, Man, I hate traffic at this hour, but it's nothing like where you live. So that's right. You know, but they always give me the kudos, like, and I'm like, I work. 10 minutes by street, you know, Mm -hmm. from where I live there, I'm not hitting a lot of traffic, but to go pick them up, I would, or to go to see you, I do. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I took my niece to Knott's Berry farm and we came home in bumper to bumper traffic for the whole two hours of our 45 minute trip. Exactly. Yeah, it is different. It is. Yeah. It's just a different, it's just a different way of living. So for me, it's that those are the things that I try to put into my whatever my little five year plan is like, I want to be in a place where I'm not as stressed out into my 60s. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I don't know if I want to be bearing down on the on the streets and of freeways of California. I, I just don't know. But I definitely think that it's not as important for me to go. I need to be here in five years. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that anymore. I. For one, you can't. I mean, life's short. I mean, and you may take a U-turn. Like, that's why I keep telling people. Like, uh, <laughs> U-turns. Love them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because like for me, it's like uh, my plan is not to be here at, at some point. But Be you know, here physically or well, be here physically. in California? Or <laughs> what do you? Not, well, not here, be here. in California. Like, okay. Yeah. Not, okay. No I, no, I plan on being here physically in five <laughs> years. Just checking. I yeah, don't no, know no, anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, my plan is to be here as, as long as I can, as long as I'm healthy. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be wheelchair bound. You know, that would, like, I, I'm too, um, I'm too up and going. Like, if I lost like my, my hands or my eyes, I'd be, I'd be. I wouldn't want to be here anymore because I I'm visual and I do things that are like photography and that kind of thing. And I need my hands, you know, so like things like that. But, you know, I, I, I think about stuff like that because my hands in my job everything. Are, are everything. But then I have a friend that's blind and she's an artist and she's a way better artist than I've ever could have considered being. She could paint like a maniac blind. Mm-hmm. So I think that as much as I would say, yeah, I wouldn't want to live like that. I think that um, you're put life, life puts struggles in front of you and you have to find a way to, to make your way. And so when I see her, I'm like, yeah, I, I totally wouldn't want to be blind, but yeah, it could I mean, be worse. It, it could be, you could not be here. <laughs> yeah. I think but. cancer for me is the one thing I'd be like, oh fuck, just let me go. Like, yeah, it, 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 and I guess it all matters what age. Yeah, I think at you any know. age, if I got cancer, I'd be like, I'm just going to ride this wave, guys. So I'm not living much longer. Let's just yeah. have fun and do what we got to do to minimize the pain. And I'm out. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like, let's shoot heroin. No, I don't mean that. I mean, oh. if we're going to do it, let's let's be alive for it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So do, do you think that it's a, um, that the younger generation, and I mean like young people, like in their 20s, do you think young people now think about five years later? You know, I wonder about that because they don't even drive. So yes. what are they? <laughs> that is a good point. You can't get anywhere on your own if you don't drive here in Southern California. So I wonder, like, do they even think about like past their parents not taking care of them? I don't think that they do. Um, I And that's not true because I do know kids that are looking and they're like on it and they're just trying to do their hustle to be where they want to be. So there are kids like that. But the good majority are just cool sitting back, letting somebody else take care of them. And I say that because I do a lot of kids hair, younger mm-hmm. people's hair and man, they have no ambition, no drive. I mean, they'll go to school because that's what they're supposed to do or that's what they're told to do. But outside of that, I don't know that they have any plans. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny, too, because I think you're right. A lot of younger kids aren't driving. And and, and maybe that's the Uber nonsense in their head it, until they get a car. Because, like, my kid was he it's not that he fought it because he had a car. I had an extra car. Mm-hmm. Um, because my dad gave me a, a car really cheap. So I bought it from him for almost nothing. Right. So I had a car for him and at 16, he, I was, I didn't push him, but I'm like, Hey dude, you want to get it? Like, no. All right. So there it sat. And then 17, I was like, Hey dude, <laughs> like you want to get a car or what? Cause like, I think it's important. Yeah. And, he didn't fight it, but he was like, oh, you know, yeah, I want to learn. And then I started taking him around where we lived at the time and just kind of letting him drive in parking lots because he ended up getting his his permit. And then once I moved, he had turned 18. He didn't want to have to because I get, you know, besides when we were young, I guess if you're under 18, you have to have a a provisionary license for six months. So you mm-hmm. can't have anybody in your car or nothing. If you're 18 years old, they're like, ah, whatever. Yeah. So he waited literally till his 18th birthday. He's like, okay, let's go. Cause he didn't want to have any kind of restrictions, which is kind of smart. <laughs> I mean, looking not, at it. Well, he was restricted for two extra years, not having his license though. True. But I think, you know, and I hate to say it, but I think, um, he wasn't ready for he it. He probably wasn't ready for it. Yeah. I mean. See, my daughter, she told me, you know, she was like me. I, I want to drive as soon as I can. Can I drive? Can I drive? And I had to come up with the with the um, strength to sit in the driver's seat and let her mm-hmm. <laughs> and let her try. But when she got when she got her provisional, um, not her provision, provisional, she got her permit. We went to El Paso and I said, guess who's driving to El Paso? You know, you got to learn how to drive a straight line. Let's do that. So, yeah, I stuck her in the freeway on the 10 and she drove for like eight hours straight. And and she wanted after that, she was good. The only thing I worried about was she liked to go real close to the tires of the big rigs that were next to us. And I was like, please stay in your own lane. You know, it's funny. My my kid had that problem, too, of like uh, drifting 
far yeah. on, on the passenger side. Cause I think he mm. was trying to look at the line mm-hmm. and he, so, and, and I kept telling him cause I would be behind him cause we would drive. I'd let him drive his car and I'd kind of drive behind him. And I kept telling him, he's like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So I had video, I videoed it with my phone. Yeah. And then when we got someplace, I said, this is what you're doing. I said, but now well, he's a great driver now, but he's been driving for two years. So like he, he's Scotty. a great driver. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's a good driver. And, but he, but like we were talking about the freedom of that. Mm-hmm. Like once he got a car and realized what freedom he had, well, I never saw him. I gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta that go. was me. That was me. I, I was like, please just let yeah. me wake up early enough to do everything I got to do tomorrow. Yep. So yeah. I, I think that 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 mentality changes once you get that freedom, because yeah. he, he, he was pushing a friend of his. And I, as a matter of fact, I think his friend's 20. And I think he just got his license not too long ago. Wow. Yeah. And he kept pushing him like, dude, what are you waiting for? And I, and I'm not even sure if he does or not. I think he does, but he kept, I was like, dude, what's up with your boy? And he's like, I don't know, man. I was like, doesn't he understand? He's like, no, he didn't get it. So, you know, maybe five-year plans for young people really aren't in that, in that vision anymore. I I think maybe, you know, um, late twenties, early thirties, probably the five-year plan is kind of real because I think that once you get there, you're looking to build a family or, you Mm -hmm. know, buy a house, do these, the more bigger life things. So I would say probably by the time you're 26, the five-year plan is probably very, very prominent in that age group because it should be, you should be kind of having a trajectory. But like I said, I don't think that it should be, so prominent you know for us i think once you if you're in your 40s and you're like i need a five-year plan it's like no you don't you you need a vision for what's going to happen next year yeah like hey what am i doing next year there's definitely goals i have a list of things that need to be accomplished in the next five years just to get me back to where i want to be as a person yeah but you know do you think that's a that's a five-year divorce goal, like after divorce goal. Cause I had that. Yeah. <laughs> Cause after well, I got divorced. That's still a five-year plan though. No, but, but that's due to something. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like I had to have some, I mean, you have short-term goals and long-term goals after divorce. I think like yeah. I got to do this, this, and this to get my shit straight. And mm-hmm. then I kind of want to be here in five years. Now here's my thing. I still haven't done the things that I wanted to, to, to do. I, I really? did a lot of sh- I feel like I'm doing everything that I wanted to do. Ah, I can't say that, but I, really? you know, nah, but I, I, I hit some financial issues mm-hmm. as well, you know? So, um, but I changed like over, let's see, I've been here, to, but over the last, but over the last five years, I've lived way differently than, I had before. Yeah. So, you know, I, I push myself to, to do different things and, and obviously make more money and, and put myself in a, in a better financial place. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got rattled one time by somebody that I, I don't know. Well, I wasn't dating them, but uh, I remember her saying like, you know, you, 
you're in this place right now. Cause obviously I was living with somebody and I was just a roommate renting rooms. And it was more like, don't you want to like do your own shit? And like, you're never going to date anybody being a roommate of a girl. And I was like, yeah, you're kind of right. Like that's who's going to want to date me if I'm renting rooms from somebody, you know, and, and a female at that. Um, and obviously when you start talking about being in a relationship with somebody, it, you, you know, and I hate to say that most women think this, but you do have to make a certain amount of money for some people, some people. So I, I, I think that I didn't have a, a, a goal, but I definitely pushed myself to be a better person, but it was a year to year thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't go, I have to be making this amount of money in five years. I said, nah, because I've, I've really never lived like that. I think that that's a, just a crazy way to live. You know, personal goals of being happy should be your five-year plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I want to be happy in five years. I don't want to be, you know, struggling or stressed. But I don't think that there should be like, I need to be in Texas in five years. I want to. No, like, you know, the everybody that knows me is like waiting for me to move to El Paso with all my friends. Cause that's, <laughs> I have a huge family there. That's no, not makes family, sense. but they're my family. But I'm also the 11th generation born and raised here in Southern California. And this is my home and my people don't go anywhere. So right. <laughs> the expectation is you're going to stay here with your family. I mean, many mm-hmm. people have, have moved and they come back or they don't. And, but I don't know, for, for us, it was like, you stay here and you make it work. This is your place. Even though it's getting um, overpopulated, this is still where your people are from. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't, I would like to say that I was brave enough to move. And maybe once my dad's gone, I, I might, but my brother and I are so close and the kids are, you know, really close. I don't know. I just don't know. But at at the point where my dad's gone, I could definitely see something happening, but I don't know that I would before that. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I think there's a lot to that as well. It's like, I have no family here anymore. Yeah. All my family's gone. No. Yeah. Dad, dad lives in South Dakota. Mom and brother moved to Idaho. My mom just passed away. So I, I'm thinking of like, like I'm, I'm not grounded here anymore, mm-hmm. but I do love it here because this is home. And I think there is something to that as well. Like, yeah, I mean, I did two years in Vegas and you I remember did two years like it was a sentence. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like prison time. Um, right? I, I, I actually liked Vegas. I, I can't really say a lot of bad things about Vegas. Um, I, the only bad thing I can say about Vegas was my son was young and I didn't know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So like I didn't really go out a lot because my kid was like six years old or seven years old so those were hard years because i didn't know a lot of people to babysit and things and so but i i enjoyed it but i remember coming back here you know once or twice a month because of you know letting him see mom Mm -hmm. but i remember driving one time and being on the freeway and making it like right off the 15 and the 210 where, mm-hmm. you know, California starts being California again. Yeah. And I kind of remember going through and I went through like, um, like Rancho Cucamonga and Claremont and then Pasadena, like mm-hmm. those areas. And then I remember it just being so green. 
And I was yeah. like, oh, shit, I'm in California again, where it's not just a orange desert. Mm-hmm. So those were the things that kind of pushed me back. I was just like, so when things kind of fell apart in 2009, that's when the you know, housing market, job market took a shit. Yeah. I was like, okay, if I'm going to go, I have to do it now where I have some money saved up and I can actually find a place in California. I think mm-hmm. now the problem is, is that once you leave here, you don't come back. Because it's hard. It's it's so expensive to come back to California. Yeah. You, you would have to have a lot of money saved up in whatever state you're in to come back here because, you know, rents twenty six hundred dollars a month for a fucking apartment. So you'd mm-hmm. have to have that plus the the down payment. So there's like five grand alone mm-hmm. just just to move here. So, and that's not counting the moving part of truck and all that crazy shit. So, you know, your five-year plan, if you're leaving here is what am I going to do five years from now if it doesn't work out? I think that would be your thing. Because coming back to California, with the exception of maybe moving to Arizona or Vegas or Nevada, where you're close and the moving cost of driving isn't bad. Mm -hmm. right it's like okay it's six hours away if you're in arizona or seven hours whatever the hell it is if you're in like the phoenix area and if you're in in nevada it's like five hours right five or Mm -hmm. however many hours it is so that's something that's probably good but if you leave anything i think outside of there you're you're really kind of pushing the boundaries of coming back to the state so that Unless you're be. someone that like me that has allowed everybody to live with them. <laughs> yeah. And if I leave and want to come back, somebody better put me up. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. No, that, that's probably true. Payback's like for, a bitch here. <laughs> for me, for me, I could probably do it because I know a couple of people. But like yeah. even my my better friends, because I think at this age, if you're moving back. It's not like you can just go like my friends are married. You know what I mean? Like. They have, you can't just go move in with now a wife because that shit doesn't fly very long either. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you have to be able to come live in someone's house for a month and then go, got to go. Cause I got my shit together. Right. So I think, I think that's the thing. So well, that would be, that would be the way you'd want it to go. You don't want to get stuck with somebody living with you for 20 years, you know? Well, Yeah. And, and, but like I'm saying it, it's a hard phone call to make and say, Hey dude, or Hey miss, I need to come. Can I sleep on your couch for a month just till I get my shit together? So yeah. the, those I wish are the hard everybody things. thought it was that hard. Cause then maybe I wouldn't have taken in so many. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, when I came back here, I stayed with my best friend for a month. Um, which is probably one of the best months I've ever had in my life. So I can't, can't complain about that. It was super awesome. I mean, me and him had a hell of a run for 30 days. (laughs) Like it was great. Um, And it was cool because like he was single still. And, you know, obviously I came back and my boy was living with mom because he had to finish school out here until I got a place to live. Mm -hmm. So it was great 30 days. And then after that, I stayed with my dad for 30 days. Which was great because I mended a fence that needed mending, <laughs> which was yeah. really good because I was in my 40s and, you know, I was a different human than when I left my house. 
Yes. So that was great. And then obviously I moved in with a roommate for a long time. I think it was there like eight years. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was in Hmm. in Camarillo. I want to say it was eight, almost nine. I'd have to look. I think I moved back here in 2012. So, yeah, it was crazy. But those 30 days were easy when you knew you had to leave. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't have any choice. I had no choice with my best friend because he had things happening. He goes, you can stay until here, but you got to go. My dad probably would have let me stay as long as I wanted. I mean, Mm -hmm. if we're being truthful, because I didn't have my kid at the time. But that was coming up. So, like, I didn't have any five-year plans, even from there. But my five-year plan was to make sure that my kid was in school and could graduate. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't really have, I mean, I didn't plan on staying in Camarillo for eight years. I didn't plan on staying, you know, a roommate with somebody for that long. It was just easy. And I had Mm -hmm. it and I had it good. I had cheap ass rent, (laughs) like cheap rent. So like I was doing all right. Like, so when I finally moved, it was a, it was a, a, a wake up call for like, having to make more money, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it was also the wake up call of like freedom. Like I told you before, the first day that I, that I lived where I live now, I sat on the couch in my underwear and I walked through my apartment in my underwear, just That's purposely, right. <laughs> purposely. I purposely did it because I, I generally, I'm not that kind of guy where I do that, but I did it that one, that first night here, I was just like, and, you know, uh, that's a plan for me to be in a place where I could walk around naked. Yeah, I no, I, like, that's I'm home. You. you know, yeah. that's where you're home. Yeah. So see, so there's there is small five year plans. There's there's one of them to be able to have a place because there's something about that to where you're just. um, uh, It's freedom, you know, mm-hmm. and so but those are the things where, you know, you. There's simple pleasures. And mm-hmm. and I think that as an an older person well i would say once you're in your 40s your five-year plan if you even have one should be you know very small at this point at least for me my you know i i can't even tell you that i have one i don't have a five-year plan not anymore it's get through the i like i said get through the day is generally what happens to me now and i barely have a five-day plan (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say, I plan about a week ahead and that's yeah. about it. <laughs> well, and I, I think that it's, that it's, it, it's a safe thing. I mean, look, 30 days ahead, if you're vacationing, is awesome. Or if you plan, you know, a summer trip, great. That's, that's something to look forward to. But I don't think that those are life changing things. No. Um. Um, like I said, I, I don't want to live five years in the future. I think that's just crazy to me um, because who knows if you're going to make it five years. And, and I know that's a morbid way of looking at it, but that's the truth. And and I think again, and again we're back to that, though, Rob. I mean, <laughs> no, but uh, only because of friends that I've lost early in life, like 40 year olds having heart attacks. Yeah, like, but you got to look at the way they're living their lives, too. No. True, but I just think that it's, you know, those are the things that should be wake up calls to live for the now and not for the future. Oh, yes, absolutely. 
for sure. Yeah. And, I, and I, like I said, I'm not trying to be morbid of that way. Just I think that living in the now is a, a more realistic thing to live for. Like you can't mm-hmm. worry about like, I don't know, like kids, like I, I want, do I want my kid to succeed? Of course. I mean, to, to say that you don't is crazy. Like everyone yeah, wants that. That's, yeah. But I also can't live for him. Like you can't, you have to still you have to have your own life and, and whatever that life is. Do, do I want my child in my life? Uh, of course, but I'm not going to bend at the knee to make sure that he's happy because he has to make his own happiness. Absolutely. And, and I've seen it time and time again in many, many people who live for that. It's like, and even my dad to a degree was thinking about it before he left here. My yeah. stepmom came to me and was like, he really doesn't want to leave the state because of you. And I was like, I, I, I'm 40 something years old. <laughs> like he's done his job. Like he, he's done great. Go retire, be happy yeah, my somewhere. Dad, my dad does not want to go. He will not go either. Yeah. So for me, it's like, and I kind of saw it in things like that. It's like, no, like you have to, you have to be looking out for you, whether it's the short term or the long term, because look, I want my kid to go off and be happy, go find whatever it is you're you're doing in life, whatever, whatever that is. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I'll always be here for him, but I also can't worry about him, you know, um, him I hate to say being a deterrent but that's not what I mean look he has to live his own life and so do I and I shouldn't worry about what he thinks and he shouldn't worry about what I think if he goes and finds a girl to be with and I don't like her none of my business it's just not he shouldn't live for me he shouldn't be like well my dad is kind of not hip on you. So I don't think we should date. That's fucking crazy talk. And it's no different than if I meet somebody and my kids like, I really don't care much for her. It's like, eh, that's, you know, sorry. I do. So those are things to live for. And whether it's two months, three years or five years, you need to live for you. Mm-hmm. And, and I've been living for me for a long time. Like, if I meet somebody, uh, do, do I want my kid to like them? Uh, of course, because that's the life we live in. We, I think yeah. we all want people to um, like the people we like, whether mm-hmm. they're friends or boyfriends or girlfriends, whatever it is. Yeah. I didn't like anybody that my dad was dating since my mm-hmm. mom has passed, but I wouldn't tell him that. No, you know, never. It's none of my business. I found out about people who didn't like my (laughs) ex-wife after I was divorced. I was one of them. (laughs) But I think I told you before. (laughs) Yeah, my mom. And and again, not not to, to say anything bad about the dead or about my ex-wife, because I. You didn't feel We've, that way, the way we felt. No, no. Well, and only that relationship. Like, we, I also looked at things differently from a 
totally different point of view. Like mm-hmm. I can't even say anything bad about her now. And I know way more things just look, life happens. It just does. Um, and at the time it was that we both needed that, whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Right. And I got a good kid out of it. So I, again, it's hard to shit on it, but on the flip side, you know, they, they kept their mouth shut because it wasn't for because them. they should. Well, and because I think a lot should. of it. Yeah. And a lot of that came from my dad and my mom, you know, dating younger people. Yeah. Like they both came to me with like, my dad was like, Oh, she's 20 years younger. I was like, I don't care. Are you happy? But I also told both of them, don't ever say shit about anyone I date ever. <laughs> <laughs> ever. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't ever tell my dad that. And he does tell me what he thinks. And yeah, he, um, he tells me, but then I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you because at my age, there is nothing to say. I'm not 16. I'm yeah. not, you know, life is different. So we just don't, he's really good to not talk about things anyway. So we just don't go over that, you know? Right. I, I kind of looked at it the same way with like, I told my mom a lot of things mm-hmm. about a lot of people and whether she had something to say about it or not, she generally kept it to herself. Yeah. Because she knew it well, she also knew that I like her had a very, uh, I could have a firecracker that would go off sometimes and I would just not give a shit and say crazy shit. I told you the time she moved my furniture. Mm-mm. Oh, I, I came home. This was, I had, when I lived over there in Northridge and I had a condo, my mom was in town and she was staying with me. I was like, whatever, mom. And my mom liked to clean the house. She's a, was a clean freak. Loved I love it. people like that. Oh no, she was, <laughs> and she was good at it. Uh, did I ever tell you the story where she cleaned my apartment when I lived with my dad? So no. she would come to pick me up and my dad was like, if you want to come down here, you can stay in the apartment. It's okay. Just because she, you know, to stay all day. Well, she ended up taking the curtains off the apartment and washing them and shrinking them. <laughs> yeah. My dad had a conniption fit. It was great. Um, anyway, I came home, <laughs> I, came, I came home from work one day and I walk in the house for one. It smelled like my mom loved to mix like Clorox and bleach, like fucking making cyanide in the house. And, and she was like, uh, she moved my whole living room furniture, all of it, like move the TV, all kind of crazy shit. And I walk in, I was like, what are you doing? She's like, well, I thought it looked better this way. You don't live here. Move that shit back. And that's what she did. She moved it back the next day. But like my, my mom used to come in, like when everybody was there, she would come into the house and, uh she would like start taking dust bunnies off the walls or, or do like, I'm like, mom, do you have to do that shit? Like right now, like right. really right now, like mm-hmm. you want to get the broom it's Easter Sunday and you're cleaning cobwebs that you found in the back part of the house that we don't even really go into. Mm-hmm. That was embarrassing. I told her, don't do that shit when everybody's there. That, that and, would be my mom. And she didn't give a crap. Like she mm-hmm. was like, well, next time don't have them to where I want to clean them. That was her answer. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That is, <laughs> or again. she put these, these, this pig ornament type thing on our front porch that said, welcome to our, welcome to our 
something. I don't remember what it said. You know, she always had that country shit Mm -hmm. and she put it there. And I said, um, I don't want that there. She goes, well, I gave it to you. So you got to keep it. So I, my ex came home and saw that and he goes, yeah, no, no, that's not staying on our porch. Mm -hmm. And I was like, thank you. Somebody that's on my side. She would push her way around all the time. And we just let her because it was so much easier than dealing with that shit. Yeah. No, I, 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 that was kind of my mom as well. Like we just kind of let it go. Like, Mm -hmm. so, although I did think I was going to find her in a bathtub with, you know, full of fucking comet and bleach. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny too, because my friend down the street from here, I told her about that one time and she goes, I mix that shit all the time. I was like, are you out of your goddamn mind? You know, that shit's deadly. My, I would come home and my mom would say, I have a headache. And I'm like, well, of course you do have to open up everything because yeah. she had too much cleaning products around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There was no plan for that either. <laughs> no, no five-year plan for that. No well, five-year plan, but it was going to be clean. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. And it's kind of funny too, because I think that I look at like my parents when it comes to like five-year plans, dad probably had one. My dad, my mom did not live on any five-year plan. Not one, (laughs) not even close. (laughs) My mom lived on the seat of her pants where would, would change course in a second. So I I think I'm a, I'm a mixture of both of them where Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I have some, something, but it's not set in stone. My dad was like, I want to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. So I think I'm more like that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I do have my book is going to be done. It will be done and published in five years. I I want to I will be in my own space. I will have my build out done in five years. Um, I'm hoping to be flipping houses still in five years. So there's mm-hmm. there's things for me that five years is. Oh, my motorcycle. That shit better come soon because I'm losing patience with <laughs> <laughs> that. But um, so. So do you think, cause we're, we're gearing up here on, on our time period that we usually do. So five-year plans, do you think they're important as they were maybe people in the eighties and nineties? Cause I think that's when it was like the big thing. I think they're important if people want to have goals, you know, if they want to set goals and they want to make stuff happen, I think it's good to have that plan set. But if you're in a place where your goal is to, you know, I have a house, I'm married, I got the kids, I just want to enjoy the kids. That's also a five-year plan. It's just not making a plan to change. So I think it's good. I think they have benefits, but you don't have to live your life that way. Yeah. No matter what your sure. age you are. Um, Cause like I said, I, I my five-year plan now is get, get to Friday. <laughs> Just get to get to every Friday so you can enjoy a couple of days off from work and, you know, and, and enjoy life as much as you can. Cause fuck, it can be a, it can be a headache and it can be hardship, but it could also be pretty cool. Yeah. You know, for me right now, it's it's it was a month. I remember the beginning of March. I'm like, OK, birthday month. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. Oh, and somewhere in the middle, 
I have to figure out when I'm going to work and just stacked my work so that I could spend the month traveling. So Mm -hmm. I had a month plan and I, I'm successfully halfway through it. So I think plans are good. Yeah. Maybe that's, maybe we should all live that way. 30 days, 30 days ahead. 30 days ahead. If you can, if you can see where you're at 30 days ahead and, and see maybe what's the the next 30 days is going to bring probably a much better way to live. Yeah. Cause five years now, but you know, live day to day. At least that's what I do, but you know, plan, maybe, though. maybe I'll don't, do your 30 day plan. plan. Make plans, yeah. but and I mean, make maybe, it happen. maybe I think that 30 days is good because you never know what's going to happen in 30 days. You just don't like, you. well, nobody knows what's going to happen five minutes from now, but you have to have a map of what you want to do, what you want to, you know, who you want to see. That's important to me making, making, um, for me, just having the connections I needed, I needed mm-hmm. to make that happen because I didn't have them in so long and I'm definitely a people person. So the 30 days was all the people that asked to see me for my birthday and so we were, we made it happen. 30 days is good. And we'll take it once April comes. I don't have any plans. So we'll see what happens then. Mm-hmm. Well, come April, we'll, I'll come out with it. We need to do Chi-Chi's. We've been dodging Chi-Chi's and doing breakfasts. We need to, Yeah. you, you, you need to, t- you need to tell your, your click of, 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 uh, making things that you're going to have to skip on a Saturday. Saturday is not a problem. Sunday's basket weaving. Yeah. yeah you're going to have to tell them Chi-Chi is more important. Okay. We'll plan it. Although I can come out on a Saturday, so it's not a big deal. We can plan. We'll plan around it. Sounds good. All right. Well, for this week, we're going to be done. It's been a pleasure as always. Yes. Make sure to check out all those cool social media platforms that we are on and Facebook and Instagram and share. Share this podcast with friends and family all over the world. Spotify, Amazon, Google, Apple, iHeartRadio, and so many more. For goodness sakes, there's so many places to listen to podcasts now. Nice. Uh, anything else to say there, Miss Tina, for this week? Just thank you for listening. And we'll yes. be back next week. Thank you for listening. Hey, and uh, this is an opinion show, so don't get it twisted. Make sure you come here every Wednesday. And I'm going to go let my dog out. And you should probably let your kitty out. My cat's sleeping. She's fine. Oh, that's Let my kitty out dirty. Ah, Too much. Too much. You guys, we'll see you next week. Bye.